An airline says they will no longer give invasive gynecological examinations of their passengers. Is it illegal to record people without their consent inside a target? And a virus unknown to science was just discovered at the bottom of the ocean. These are the weird stories for Wednesday on Weird AF News. The only daily weird news podcast in the galaxy. An airline says that invasive gynecological examination of the passengers will not be repeated in the future. Let's find out what airline this is and why they were giving out gynecological examinations on the passengers. I've never heard of such a procedure being done on a flight before. Maybe there's a reason behind it. Maybe it was part of the package. Hey, we'll give you a window seat and a free gynecological examination. But what if you don't have a, a, a gynecological situation? Like, am I gonna get, can I get a free rectal exam on the airlines? These are some services I'm, I'm never attuned to because I always fly coach. I assume these are first class options. We have Qatar Airways. Qatar spelt with a Q, so a little confusing. A senior Qatar Airways executive told the Australian Senate there would be no repeat of an incident at Doha's International Airport in which female passengers were subjected to invasive gynecological examinations. Um, well, maybe they thought these people were smuggling drugs and that's why they gave them the invasive gynecological examination. I can't think of another reason. Australian Transport Minister Catherine King said that the examinations of 13 Australian women who had boarded a Qatar Airways plane to Sydney were a factor in their decision to refuse the Qatar government-owned airline additional flights to Australia. Qatar Airways Senior Vice President Matt Raos described the incident, which occurred when authorities were looking for the mother of a newborn baby found abandoned in a Hamad International Airport trash can as a one-off incident and a very extreme incident at that. Oh, not drugs at all. Okay, they were looking for the owner of a baby, a former owner of a baby. I mean, at one point, the person owned the baby, and then they decided to deposit it in an airport trash can for some reason, probably because babies are very expensive. And you have to buy an extra ticket on the flight, correct? <laughs> you can't. You have to buy an extra ticket for the baby, right? I, I think, so they couldn't afford that. They were like, what else can I do with this baby? Oh, there's a trash can. This is an option I never considered. Yeah, people are evil and disgusting. That's what you have here. Disgusting behavior. And the airline's trying to figure out whose baby it was. So they would just started examining f random females. That's a strange way to handle the situation. You know, you got an airport filled with, I assume, thousands of women, and you just randomly pick 13 and give them gynecological examinations. I mean, how do they even get to that place where that was the solution? I mean, just put a sign up that says, don't throw your babies in the trash. Put it on every trash can and just, you know, go about your day. People listen to signs. They obey. <laughs> uh, you got this guy, Rouse, who had to make a statement responding to Senator Tony Sheldon, who asked for a guarantee on behalf of female passengers who feared that they would be subjected to this sort of treatment in the future. Five of those women who were examined are actually suing the airline in Australian federal court, it says. Uh, their names are being suppressed by a court gag order currently. The women say they were taken off the flight to Sydney at Doha at gunpoint by guards and were searched without consent. 
Qatar Airways provided no response to their complaints and offered no apology, according to the women at that time. So now the airlines has come out and said, hey, guys, listen, females, we're, we're not going to subject you to involuntary invasive gynecological examinations at gunpoint any longer. Please fly with us. Please. We'll even give you some free pretzels. How about that? Is it illegal to record people without their consent? Well, one woman in Georgia thinks so. A woman filmed at a Georgia Target going on a profanity-ridden outburst uh, messaged a social media account demanding the removal of that video. She claims it was unlawful to record the video in the first place. Uh, the social media account is called ATL Uncensored. They posted the video on their social platforms this week of a woman yelling and swearing at a few different customers in the self-checkout line of a Peachtree City Target. It's unknown if someone affiliated with the outlet recorded this video. It appears that the woman in question messaged the account privately to request that they take the video down or she would sue for defamation of character. She claims it's illegal to film on private property in Georgia without the consent of the person or persons being recorded. She cited a state law as a rationale for the video's deletion. Now, the video was passed around on social media, as uh, these outbursts often are. And people were curious to know if this woman's claim has any legal standing. Is it indeed illegal to record videos of someone at a target without their consent? First, let's cite the Georgia law that she cited as justification for the video's removal. State code S16-11-62. This part of the code states that it is unlawful for any person through the use of any device without the consent of all persons observed. Um, to observe, photograph, or record the activities of another which occur in any private place and out of public view with some stipulations. That seems very strange to me. It says um, to actually observe. It says record activities, but it also says it's unlawful for any person to observe the activities. So what are we all supposed to look away when someone's going on a crazy rant inside a target? How can you look away? It's probably the most exciting thing that's going on in your world at that moment. Of course, you're going to watch it. I, I record them myself if they happen. Most of us do. Are we breaking the law? Well, in, in this instance, it took place in a Target, so I guess the question is, is Target considered a private place? Target retailers and its various commercial properties are operated by the Target Corporation, which allows public access to its stores and some of its facilities. Most of the company is owned by several investors and shareholders. Now, in this particular instance, Target Corporation is the chief party that could sue someone for recording on one of its properties if the company really wanted to. However, the video was recorded in, quote, public view, which Georgia law dictates is not illegal. Also, if Target chose to track down and sue every person who recorded a video of customers inside their stores, that would be a lengthy and protracted endeavor on their part. In addition, most stores have their own surveillance systems used to monitor activity inside and outside of their premises anyway. Uh, it says here, could the woman sue the social media account that posted the video of her? It says, sure. However, she couldn't sue the platform for recording the video unless she had evidence that one of their employees filmed her. In any case, the woman seen in the video might have to go through Target Corporation before all is said and done, since the video was filmed in one of the company's stores, which would likely prove to be a drawn-out process for her. 
The most she could do probably is make individual requests to social platforms such as Instagram and Twitter to remove the videos. A lawsuit would be a prolonged and expensive procedure for her. However, maybe one shouldn't cuss people out in popular commercial stores such as Target, knowing that everybody holds video recording smartphones in their hands nowadays. That's how the article ends. Uh, my take on all of this is freedom of speech comes with a cost. And that cost is if you say dumb stuff, profanity-laden rants at other individuals in a public space, then you should be at least shamed on social media, which is where the smartphones come in handy. Yeah, you want to you be crazy? You want to say crazy things? You want to march around like a Nazi? Well, we're going to show the world that you're an idiot. Uh, it's really the only weapon we have. You know, the laws do state that you can walk around like a Nazi and spread your Nazi ideology. You can get out there and spread your Scientology, and we can't do anything to stop it, even though your ideas are completely archaic and stupid. Uh, this is our one weapon that we have against such things, is recording it and sharing it with the world and shaming you on social media platforms. Do you agree? Do you disagree? Call the show 646-450-2012. If anyone wants to go on a profanity-laced rant against me, you can do it at that phone number. I'm not going to publish it, but I'll listen to it and enjoy it. Yay! A virus unknown to science has been discovered at the bottom of the ocean. It's the sound of science. Boop, boop. Boop, science. Someone called Jason Statham because scientists have recovered a new potential horror from the deep, a virus. The researchers made this discovery of the virus while exploring what's called the Mariana Trench. Are you guys familiar with this trench? It is in the middle of the ocean, and it is the deepest place on Earth. At its deepest is some seven miles below the surface of the Pacific Ocean. There's some strange things down there. Have you ever seen the, the sea creatures that live in the Mariana Trench? They glow in the dark. They look like aliens. They look more alien than the alien bodies that everybody shows one another. This virus was recovered in a sediment sample. Sounds like bad news to be dragging viruses up from the deep sea. The good news is that the virus does not appear to be the kind that poses any danger to humans. Phew, thank goodness, man. Oh, man, I'm so relieved. I was worried for one moment that pretty soon we were all going to be living in that movie, The Thing. You ever seen John Carpenter's The Thing? Great, great film. Worth a rewatch. You have to kind of look past the very bad special effects. It was made in the 80s, though, I believe, so it's a great movie nonetheless. Okay, what did they discover, though? It's... It is called a bacteriophage. It's a virus that specializes in infecting bacteria. So it's a virus that infects bacteria. That sounds pretty good. Um, I'm not a big fan of bacteria, except for that bac bacteria that's in my gut. Apparently, I have, I have bacteria inside my gut, and I need that. It's very important. So I hope this virus doesn't infect my gut bacteria. This one appears to attack bacteria in the family called halomas, which is a kind of bacteria found, you guessed it, in the ocean, in salt water. Now, the researchers reported their findings in a journal called Microbiology Spectrum, um, which is one that I uh, subscribe to. I read all of them. That's how I stay so current on uh, my microbiology. 
Min Wang is a marine virologist at China's Ocean University, said in a press release that this virus is likely the deepest known isolated phage in the global system. An analysis of the virus's genome indicate that it's likely to be found across vast, vast swaths of the world's ocean floors. Vast swaths of the world's ocean floors. I think that means uh, a lot of the ocean's floors. This virus is somewhere down there. And because the virus is what's known as lysogenic, it replicates in its host bacteria without killing it. Oh, so this virus sounds very powerful. It could offer hints to how viruses have evolved to spread in otherwise harsh environments like the deep sea. Wang said that her team will continue to hunt for similar deep sea viruses which would contribute to broadening their comprehension of the virosphere. Well, you know, maybe take it easy on discovering viruses in out-of-the-way places, because eventually you might unleash one that's just going to wreak havoc on humanity. I vote no more discoveries of viruses. They're unlocking them in the deep sea. I imagine as the permafrost disappears up north around the pole, you know, that might release some viruses that were frozen, and I don't want any of that. That's kind of what I was thinking of when I mentioned the Thing movie that took place in a very cold environment. Uh, yeah, so I'm anti uh, bring out the viruses. Bring out your virus. I'm, I'm anti that. I think we should just keep the viruses in the corners. Let's let them just stay there. We don't want to bring them out. Start sharing them with people, sending them from this lab to that lab to this lab to that lab. Because then, you, you know, eventually you get a lab leak. I mean, we're familiar with this, right? I don't know. I'm just anti-virus discovery at this point in my life. What what we really need is uh, discovering new things to eat. Maybe there's some maybe some, there's some delicious things in the Mariana Trench. You know, some special scallop that we didn't know existed. Mmm, don't you love scallops? How about you bring back some scallops and some prongs, also known as shrimp. Maybe some cool glow-in-the-dark lobster that I can make a glowing lobster roll out of. That's what I think you should be doing with your uh, deep-sea exploration. That's just me. Yeah. Give me the news, give me the news. Give me the news, give me the news. I'm giving you the news, and it's weird. Five days a week, that's what we do here at Weird AF News, if you happen to be new to the podcast. And on Friday, I only do weird news from the state of Florida, so just giving you a heads up on what we do over here. And I don't just read the story, I give a take on it, and sometimes I do some bad impressions. So that's what's going on on the Weird AF News podcast, for those of you who are new to the show. If you think that you might enjoy that in your life, please subscribe. Please also share it with someone who you think might get something out of this as well. Someone who seems to be debilitated in life by mainstream news might get a little something out of Weird AF News. A little something to make them smile. Something weird they might learn about the world around them. And of course, always they're going to learn... The many reasons not to ever go to Florida. And that's it's very important stuff for your life, I think, man. If you would like to reach out to me, my email is funnyjones at gmail.com. And I'm on Instagram at funnyjones. And I often post where I'm doing stand-up comedy shows there. If you happen to be in Southern California, I'm doing a show tonight in Los Alamitos and tomorrow in a place called Palos Verdes. Saturday night, I'll be in Hollywood. And then... Uh, Next week I'll be in Ventura, so I'm I'm making the rounds in Southern California, anyways. So if you happen to be here, follow me on the gram at Funny Jones. 
Uh, I left the phone number there, so if any of these stories touched you in some way, don't hesitate to call and leave me a message about it. Lastly, if you'd like to support the show, please go to weirdafnews.com where you can buy Jonesy a coffee. Or you can join what's called the Patreon. That's another way to support the show. Or you can download the Patreon app on your phone. Do a search for Weird AF News and you can support the show that way. I appreciate your time so, so much. And I hope you have a lovely morning, evening, afternoon. And good luck with your life, man.